0: Hello and welcome to the Yarniax podcast. This is episode 88, which we are recording on Tuesday, May twelfth, 2015. I'm Gail.
1: And I'm Charlene.
0: And we have a little bit of ambient noise
1: and shenanigans here today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Charlene explain. Well, my cats are kind of on house arrest right now because we have some chicks in the backyard. So keeping the animals in for the safety of the chicks... And when we first tried to record, about 10 minutes ago, <laughs> Boo jumped up on the table in the middle of our, we had just started, we were five minutes in, so it wasn't much of a loss, and he walked across the computer, did something to the settings, <laughs> we made our <laughs> file disappear, <laughs> made the settings for the microphone go wacky, we just got everything back, and Boo is now off of the table.
0: <laughs> he did for a brief moment, though. He did crawl right into my lap, and he was sitting on my lap while we were trying to get everything back in order. It well, because cute.
1: he he knew that if he made nice with you, you wouldn't be upset with him. <laughs> uh, I told Charlene that I have a soft spot for soft
0: black animals, so Lucy and Boo can share my lap on alternate days.
1: Yes. So what are you wearing? I am wearing my Let Your Heart Unwind Shawl by Hohi Locatelli. Mine is knit in Zen Yarn Garden Serenity Silk Plus, which was a yarn that I bought for myself last summer when I was on a field trip to a yarn store. Imagine it. Imagine it in San Francisco. That's right.
0: That's when you were recognized as a podcaster. That's
1: right. (laughs) That's right. I totally forgot about that. And so mine, the color is indigo, and it's a tonal purple going all the way to lavender. Very nice. It's beautiful. I really love it. And the shawl is knit sideways, I guess you would call it, with short rows to create flare so that it's there's more fabric on the bottom than on the part that goes around your neck very nice very warm it's long enough so that it goes covers my neck my shoulders and I don't know a little bit of the top of my back so I've got it on today over a long sleeve t-shirt because it's really windy out and both Gail and I were saying that even though the sun's out we're both a little chilled today
0: yeah it's it's very windy for santa cruz and it's kind of a chilly wind so our first take i was co- commented, to charlene that i need to find a garment that i can knit to wear when running that covers the same general area that this shawl does so basically upper shoulders upper upper shoulders shoulders are the upper part of your body your <laughs> shoulders your upper back and your chest because those are the parts that get cold and i we were we were stalking as we were talking about, hmm, where can we find a garment like that? So if anybody has any ideas, let me know. It would be kind of fun.
1: I'm thinking some kind of a cowl-cape combo garment that you've been talking about for the past couple. You've talked yeah, about making. Yeah, something yeah. like that, but not big yeah. and not very thick. Just something that's a thin layer that you can pull on, but also smash up to put in your pocket yeah, when you don't I, need it exactly because it I can't I be bulky because no. you don't want to carry it no. when you're running
0: so just something that we're brainstorming about on the fly and that sound of crinkling is the felted bag that i bring my stuff here in that's also known as the felted cat bed usually boo likes to sit on it but today poe has taken up residence on my bag it's very cute he is perched like okay i'm in this bag so funny
1: <laughs> Why don't, animal you tell... shenanigans. Yes. Why don't you tell us what you are wearing today?
0: I also am wearing a hohi design. I am wearing my neon cardigan sweater, which... <laughs> now they're fighting over the felted cap head. This is an all-over lace design, which is... I knit it in Madeline Tosh MCN, which is Merino Cashmere Nylon Blend Sportweight in the Coquette Colorway, which is my favorite Madeline Tosh color. It's a beautiful raspberry-ish pink that is tonal so it goes from light to dark all over and it just is beautiful in this all-over lace pattern that is used for the neon sweater and I've been alternating between this sweater lately and my Laica which is also an all-over lace pattern but Laica is knit in fingering weight so this one is coquette bright pink and my Laica is Venetian which is a dark burgundy so I kind of have been in this hot pink, not hot pink, but like raspberry to burgundy place the last few days. So my all-over lace sweaters are getting a lot of wear. It's
1: also the perfect, the all-over lace is perfect for this time of year. Yes. Because it's just something you can throw on over a t-shirt and it's not too too warm yes it's not stifling it's right the and perfect amount of air conditioning because we like we said we get these days every once in a while that where it really is chilly it's so windy today it, you can't walk outside without getting cold and you had mentioned maybe knitting this in fingering weight right? I have this plan I even have yarn that I had thought about using it's a Madeline Tosh sock weight yarn called New. I had planned on making a sock white version of neon, which I obviously haven't gotten to yet, but I would like to someday. I would keep the gauge the same just so that the fabric is lighter and it would just be a lighter white garment, which I, I think would be really nice. I love that idea. I think, I think it, love it would that be a
0: <clears throat> perfect sweater.
1: Yeah, because I really enjoyed <clears throat> knitting neon.
0: Yeah, so, so my grand plan is to let Charlene do that. <laughs> she can be the guinea pig, and then I will follow suit, because I have a beautiful sweater quantity of a beautiful emerald to forest green that Heather of Western Skynets dyed. That would just be beautiful in this. It that would, would just, be. The way the lace plays with the tonal yarn is really, really pretty. Mm-hmm. Your burdock cardigan mm-hmm. that you recently finished is a good example yeah. of that, too. yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm wearing, Neon by Hoki Locadilly.
1: Okay. What have you been stocking? The first thing I'm stocking is a really cute little short sleeve cardigan by Julia Farwell Clay. It's a new pattern she just released last month in April called Heverly. It's like Beverly, but with an H, Heverly. <laughs> and Gail and I were saying... Maybe that's a place. I'm not sure. It just what reminds memory. me of Jane Eyre or Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, so
0: that era <laughs> and those It sounds settings like something that, that could fit in. Yes.
1: <laughs> so Julia Farwell Clay. I have not knit any of her designs before. But the ones that I'm familiar with are very cute. She's the one that has the little colorwork baby cardigan called Welcome to the Flock.
0: Oh, that's who she is.
1: Yeah. So I've seen that one. And then also hero which is a circular yoke color work cardigan that a lot of there's i don't know how many projects there are for that but i remember looking at the hero sweaters and just enjoying looking at all of the different color combos that people have made that sweater well both
0: hero and welcome to the flock are also brooke of sincere sheep has knit those Mm -hmm. in her natural dyed rolls and mm-hmm. I remember she was working on one at stitches one year or oh, something. It yeah. was beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Heverly, it's also a circular yoke, but instead of colour work, it's got a lace pattern along the along the the yoke. Short sleeves, button front, slightly A-line, and fingering weight so (laughs) that's a winner for me and it looks like for my size i would be able to do it with two skeins of some of my stash yarns some of the yarns that have more yardage on a skein so far there are only five projects on ravelry and a couple of them don't have pictures because it's it's just looks like a placeholder type page like the knitter has barely started it so i am considering Sticking out one of my fingering white yarns, and maybe making that one sooner rather than later. On the project page for Julia's Heverly that she made, it, her her project page also shows a really nice increase line for the slight A line, and I emailed her because I asked her, oh, where is that? Is that on the back or on the side? And it it sounds like it's on the, I'm gonna say the 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 side the back of the side. Along <laughs> just along, probably like a princess seam on the back. Yeah, kind of something. An... But it looks like just to give it a slight flare, slight A line, it's not a super super I don't know, it's not a really big flare. It's A-line. not a flare. That's okay. the word I was trying to. It's not incredibly flared, but enough so that it's not a tight fit, which think i will like it's very cute very very cute so like i said that one was just released but definitely a consideration the second thing i'm stocking is one that i'm kind of late to the party on a lot of people have made this sweater before it's the vertebrae series by kelly brooker she's got a newborn vertebrae a baby vertebrae and I think an adult she does, one. I don't vertebrae. it's a mama vertebrae, okay, that's what it's called. And they're all very similar, well, obviously, it's the same style sweater. She calls it a is it frontless cardigan. So the the collar, I guess, goes along the edges almost to the underarms, similar to a shrug but it's long, like a sweater. It has a
0: little more fabric than a shirt. A little more fabric, okay.
1: It's hard to tell in some of the photos. But it looks really cute, really easy, and I have several baby gifts that it looks like I'm going to be making in the next few months. We've got a couple babies in our family coming. A friend has a grandchild coming and just, several several options for making sweaters so I'm I'm looking at those right now and at least for the newborn vertebrae that I have I have the pattern page open here on Ravelry there are 1886 projects so there are a lot of these sweaters going around and Gail had mentioned that there are lots of Podcasters that have also made this and talked about it. So well, I've done at least two, and you've done, of them. yeah. So,
0: <clears throat> it's a really fun, easy knit. So I mean, it practically knits itself. It mm-hmm. doesn't require much yarn. It's worsted weight. It's all the good things about a little sweater. You don't mm-hmm. need to worry. Well, you do pick up for the what's not a button band. It doesn't button, but you know the edging. But
1: and collar. Yeah. It's not
0: difficult. It's a very easy knit.
1: Yeah. So I think I might want to give that one a try. I think I'll try the newborn one first just to see what that turns out size wise. And then go from there. Yeah, it's a great knit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I highly recommend it.
1: Yeah. So those are the two things I am stocking. How about you? What's a short little stocking stocking list? It is a short stocking list this week. I've just been busy. (laughs) Well I
0: actually I stocked a bunch of hats and I take advantage of my days in the office and I use the amazing color printer to print out my patterns. So last week I printed a bunch of hat patterns, but I'll just mention those as I get closer to knitting them. There are some great ones that have been available lately. I am also stocking a cowl. It's called the Handbrake Cowl, and it's by Kay Jones, who I is one of the Bakery that. Bear podcasters. She oh, and her okay. husband, Dan, have the Bakery Bear video podcast, which I love, and I got to do a little highlight on their podversary episode last time, so... Happy podniversary to you guys, or podcast anniversary, as you would say. And the handbrake cow has some special meaning because Dan had cancer last year, and he is currently in remission. But during his cancer, he, of course, you do some soul-searching, and, you know, I would imagine a lot of deep thought happens when you're facing something like that. And he came up, I think, with the basics of the design, but his wife, Kay, actually put together the pattern, and what's special about it is that I believe all proceeds are going to cancer research. So all of the patterns they sell, all of the money, <clears throat> excuse me, is going directly to cancer research. So it's a one-pound pattern. They are in the UK, which is current um, trans currency translation is $1.59 U.S. and All you need is one skein of worsted weight to make the tighter, closer fitting cowl. Or if you wanted to make an infinity size, you would need two skeins. So I have the pattern. It's a very pretty, I'm not going to say pretty because it's unisex. It's a very nice, simple, textured pattern where it looks like the pearl bumps kind of move around in a spiral. So I really like it and I'm looking forward to knitting that. I have a skein of Malabrigo worsted in Polar Morn, the really light, pretty gray that I'm going Mm -hmm. to use for that. So that's the first thing that I'm stocking, the handbrake cowl. The second thing I'm stocking is a pattern for Mike's sweater, Mm -hmm. and I bought the pattern, so we've moved beyond stocking into (laughs) planning. It is the Longfellow sweater, which is by the designer Michelle Wang. It's in the Brooklyn Tweed Men Volume 2, which was just released last month, April of 2015. And it is a fingering weight, I think they called it a slim-fitting v-neck. Well, it's not tight or anything. It's probably a slimmer fit for a man. It's very simple. It has set-in sleeves, it has a slight v-neck, and it has pockets. And that's about all there is to it. I will be knitting that with the Madelintosh Air Light in the Nocturne colorway. And I've already swatched, I already have gauge, and it's just now a matter of determining his measurements I used the sweatshirt that he wears every day as kind of the template, and I measured the sweatshirt, and then had him put the sweatshirt on, and we said, you know, I asked, okay, do you like the length? Oh, no, I'd like it a little shorter. Okay, well, do you like this? Do you like that? And we tweaked things, and then I measured him, and I think I know what size I want to knit for him, but I'm still a little uncertain about how much ease to knit into it for him. And it is a button front. But he w- is never planning to wear it button, but of course, you need something in case he changes his mind. Mm-hmm. And what was the other thing I wanted to mention about it? It's all stuck in pockets. It, it has pockets set, and. Set
1: in sleeves. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> there was one other thing I wanted to mention, and now I can't remember what it is. But, anyways, I think I will start with a sleeve and go from there. Because yeah, that's a good place to yeah, start. That way, I can really make sure that the gauge is correct over, oh, that's what it is, it seemed. It is a seamed sweater, so you knit the back, the fronts, and the sleeves separately, and then you seam it. I think I might do the sleeves in the round, even though you're supposed to knit flat and seam, just because I don't want to do the purl. I'd -hmm. rather just knit, knit, knit. Mm -hmm. So I think I might do the sleeves in the round, but I will piece everything else because I want the stability provided by the seaming. So, pretty excited about starting that. Kind of am excited, and I'm not excited. (laughs) If I start it now, it gives me six months to get it done before Christmas, so... I can knit it at a leisurely pace, mm-hmm. so excited that we actually found a pattern that he likes and I can move forward. The other thing that I'm stocking is still my focus dress, and that's by Miju KP, and it's in the Knit Scene Spring 2015 issue, and I mentioned this on the last podcast, maybe the last two, I've swatched for it, I'm ready to go, but I told myself I had to get some other projects off the needles before I could start that. So. It's still in the stocking category, even though just like Longfellow, it's moved beyond that. You know, it's in a project bag with the needles and the yarn and the pattern just waiting to be cast (laughs) on. So I'm pretty excited. So those are the things
1: I'm stocking. What have you been knitting? Very little, or very few things, I should say. Although I probably haven't knit a lot this past week. We've had a lot of drama in our house with Kids going to doctor's appointments and me going to dentist appointments. So, <laughs> uh. so that's taken a lot of my energy. But my main focus, I am I am working on my socks right now, which barely worth a mention because I don't think I've knit beyond what they were last week. They're just plain stockingette socks. They're so cute, though. They are colors. really cute. I love the colors on this. It's um, the Knit Picks Felici. Yarn, which is really fun it's all shades of purples very happy my tones yep and then the main thing that I've been working on is my Woodford's cardigan which is a pattern by Elizabeth Doherty it is a top-down sweater shaped with short rows and lots of ribbing all different I shouldn't say all different but different kinds of ribbing one ribbing for the collar and the the bands the front bands one ribbing for the top and the sleeves and then there's a horizontal braid that goes around the back kind of at your waist maybe a little bit lower than your waist and then the skirt of the sweater looks like it's in a a different ribbing So really fun, really, I've been calling it my puzzle sweater because when it starts, you start in the center back and you kind of don't know where this pattern is heading and where it's going but it's been really fun to knit because all you do is follow the directions and yes it all works out and yes it looks (laughs) like a sweater and pretty soon you're dividing for the front or dividing or joining i should say joining the fronts and the backs and now there's a proper armhole and it looks more like a sweater and you're knitting on the collar as you go and i'm down and i'm adding short rows on the back now so the back's gonna be a little bit longer and it's it's been fun I'm knitting that in Madeline Tosh Tosh Merino light and one of my obviously one of my favorite well you've heard previously that that is one of my favorite yarns a single ply fingering and I'm really loving working on it the colorway I'm using is called rainwater It's grays, pale blues, some brown thrown in, very nice, very restful color. It is, it's a peaceful color, color. that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, I'm really happy with the way it's turning out. I can't wait to finish this one. I think it's going to be something that I wear all summer. So very exciting. I now have the song
0: Faith by George Michael running oh. in my head. Have faith. Why? Because you said you just gotta have you have, to oh, have faith you have in to the have pattern. It's yes. it like boom, yes. it was in my as head. As soon as I
1: said why, I realized, oh yes, that's what I said. Yep. Okay. I've been earwormed. <laughs> so what are you knitting?
0: I so you've just been focused on one thing. And last mm-hmm. episode I've been focused on my Vinyarnsa blanket. That mm-hmm. was so monogamous. Right. As soon as that was done, like the day after we we recorded, my knitting went I was just, (laughs) I have so many things on the needles. Right now I am working on my literally over the top tank by Megan Williams and I am on the back half. So you've heard Charlene talk about it, but you cast on the bottom front, you knit all the way up to the neck hole, you bind off some for the neck and then you cast on the next row. So you have a one row neck opening and then you knit down the back. And then when you get to the bottom of the back, you join those two pieces together in the round with ribbing, and then you seam up the sides. So I am (sighs) a third of the way through the
1: back part probably. That's really funny because every time we talk about this, and every time we talk about the construction or I explain to somebody how it's knit, in my head it's the troll construction. (laughs) Because I used to make troll clothes, I would crochet clothes for my troll, troll dolls. dolls, and that's how I knit them because I didn't follow, pa- this was when I was a kid, I didn't follow patterns or anything, and this was just the way that I could visualize it and make it work, and I could make it long enough and then make the other side to match, so for, to me it's the troll construction. That is so funny.
0: <laughs> And it is a very well-written pattern. It is by Megan Williams of the Stockinette Zombies. I'm really enjoying it. It's a lace pattern, but it's only a four-row repeat, and it's completely memorizable in the first three repeats. So for me to say that, because as you know, I don't memorize my lace charts very easily, is significant. So if (laughs) I've memorized it, anyone can memorize it. And literally, you just, literally, I shouldn't have said that. That was not intentional. (laughs) Uh, You just go and go and go, and it's one of those that I don't want to pick it up initially, usually, because I think, oh, it's lace, I have to think, but as soon as I pick it up and start a row, oh, this is lace where you don't have to think, and the only parts where I have to think, I modified it because I am bigger at the hips than I am at the bust, and I wanted it to fit my body, so I started at a larger size, and I cast on extra stitches in the ribbing, which is along the sides, and I've decreased along the ribbing to get a smaller size at the bust. So now that I'm on the back, I have to do the opposite. So I'm going to knit the smaller size, and as I go down, I'll have to add increases into the ribbing so that it matches the back. So that's the only thinking that I have to do, but that, again, is a modification. It's not part of the pattern, so. Enjoying this, and I'm using my Toluca Knits cotton, which is 100% fingering, and it's in the snow cone colorway, I believe is what I it's think called. So, and yeah. it's like a blue slurpee, it's blue the blue raspberry, raspberry. color. <laughs> it's really pretty. The other thing that I'm finish, finishing, knitting, and finishing, I pulled my traveler tunic back out. It's a pattern by Hohi Locatelli. I'm knitting it with Imperial Stock Ranch Tracy 2 Sport. And I love that yarn so much. Oh my gosh, when I pulled the tunic out, I was about an inch below the waist. And it's an A-line tunic. You start top down. It's a circular yoke that has cables in the yoke. And then you separate for sleeves. And from that point down, it's straight stockinette until you get the length that you want. And it's A-line, so you're adding increases. And I had a concern that it was going to be too big too much room, that more than I wanted. So I had put it away thinking, okay, well I need to decide if I want to rip it back or not. And Tash, Tash Balaz on Ravelry and Instagram, she has been knitting one recently and she ripped hers back because she modified hers to be more fitted and hers was too tight. And so mine was too big, hers was too tight. She ripped hers back and I thought, mm, well, okay, I'm gonna take this out and look at it and see if I want to rip mine back too. Well, once I put it on, I thought, well, that's really not that big. It's going to be A-line, so you're supposed to have enough room. And I put a picture on Instagram, and I asked for opinions and got some great feedback. And so I just kept going. And it was like four days of knitting, and the yarn is so happy and so (laughs) soft and wonderful that I just kept knitting and knitting and knitting. And I finished it. I finished the body, and I'm now on the sleeves, and it's designed to be long sleeve but I'm going to do cap sleeves because it's going to be a warm enough garment that I don't think I need the sleeves as well so I will probably wear a long sleeve shirt beneath it and I'm just so excited that I pulled it back out now it's almost done and some of my Love Your Stash goals included finishing a languishing whip, this one was on the list, using a sweater quantity of yarn this is going to be a sweater quantity of yarn so I could knock out two of my goals by I mean, the sleeves will be done by tomorrow. So it'll be an F.O. by tomorrow. So I'm really excited. And the last thing that I'm knitting, I cast this on last night. Charlene mentioned that we're stocking and looking at baby items. I cast on the Helena, which is a cardigan sweater for a baby by Allison Green. It's from the Knitty Summer 2008 issue. And I've knit this at least two other, maybe three other times, and it's a very fun knit. It calls for DK weight yarn, and I am using Candy Skein Yummy Fingering Held Doubled, and I had two skeins of the Watermelon Colorway, and they have been sitting there taunting me, and I thought, this will be perfect for a baby girl sweater, so I got so excited that I cast on last night, and baby sweaters are such a joy to knit because I cast on, and I've already knit down to the sleeve separation. And that was in one evening of knitting. So, you know, the sweater's a quarter of the way done yeah. in one evening. So I highly recommend baby sweaters as if you've never knit a sweater, it's a great place to start. And it's a great pattern because as I'm knitting it the third time, obviously, I like knitting it. And I love the yarn. Tammy, who is the brilliant diner behind Candy Skein, she was also a great retreat sponsor I just have been longing to knit with this yarn so I'm really excited to have the yarn on the needles too it's really pretty and just mm-hmm. it's a happy happy yarn for a baby sweater so those are the three things that I'm knitting, and they've all been very happy knits too which sometimes you know knitting's a slog and the vine yarn set even though I was liking it was kind of feeling like a slog even though it was obsessed yeah I was obsessed with it so having different things now on the needles instead of one big thing has been a very happy change so that's what I'm getting.
1: And what have you finished? I, despite the fact that my Mia was so close, and I only needed the crochet edging, it's still sitting in the bag. <laughs> so I haven't. It's more like, what have I not finished? Oh no! <laughs> I, I thought last time when we recorded, I thought for sure I was going to have it done this time we all but did <laughs> i just didn't pick it up i got really into my woodford's cardigan and i just want to knit on that right now so it's okay it's still too chilly to wear it so i'm That's good <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm still okay how about you have you finished anything i did i finished
0: three more log cabin squares for my log cabin square blanket or learn to knit a log cabin is actually what it's called and those were making me really happy too they're just you know, they take a few days to finish one and the colors are happy and it's squishy and they're just little portable projects. So that was fun. And I also knit the Swirl Hat by Mandy Harrington, which is a free pattern on Ravelry. I've knit this a couple times before. And I used the rest of my Knit Picks Felici Sport self-striping that I used for my socks recently. Mm-hmm. And I knit a little baby hat and it's super cute. So that was another fun portable, <clears throat> excuse me, it's track season for Mac so Every Friday, we're sitting out on the track for two, two and a half hours, you know, waiting for the track meet to be over. So it was a perfect type of little bring it to the track meet or bring it to the concert or whatever project. So it's really cute, too. It's the swirl, as the name implies. It has like a swirl that goes around. And if you knit it in different colors, it gives this neat, like, almost zigzaggy effect to it, which I really like. So it it was fun. So those are the things that I finished. Nice, And now... Quickly, I wanted to do a very heartfelt thank you to all of the yarn sponsors from our Northern California Knitting Retreat, Knockers for short, So we had fantastic sponsors, and I've used some of these products myself, and I think I mentioned in the last episode that the people I approached and asked them to sponsor the retreat are people who I've worked with before, or interacted with before, or used their products before, and overwhelming, huge, response from everybody saying yes, and that included Tammy of Candy Skein who gave two beautiful skeins of yarn for door prizes. There was a lot of, oh, I'll trade that. If you don't want that, I'll trade for that, (laughs) because they were so beautiful. We had two kits from Imperial Stock Ranch, so I'm using both Candy Skein and Imperial Stock Ranch yarns right now on my projects. We had two skeins from Neighborhood Fiber Company, which Charlene and I both love and use frequently. Mm -hmm. We had prizes from Dragonfly Fibers, which we also love, Miss Babs, which we also love, and we had something from a new to us dyer, Stone
1: Soup Fibers, and gasp, oh my gosh. It was gorgeous, it was absolutely gorgeous, and just as you said that, I realized I haven't sent her a thank you email, so I owe her a thank you email. Yeah, I I cannot (laughs) wait to try her yarns because they were beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. They were slightly tonal
0: and just so saturated and they were more calming natural looking colors as opposed to the Madeline Tosh colors or things that I usually go for that are jarring, you Mm -hmm. know, bright. (laughs) And those were sponsored thanks to our friend Laura Ballard who is Strawberry Frog. She knows the dyer and one of the kits that was donated by Stone Soup included the pattern Larry's Mischief, which is Lori's new cape pattern. Mm -hmm. And so she is the one who, I mean, I didn't know the Stone Soup Fiber Dyer, and that was all because of Lori. So thank you so much, Lori. Thank you so much. It was very fabulous, and those were very coveted prizes as well. They were. (laughs) Very well received. Very well. And then other fabulous dyers who sponsored the retreat, who I've never knit with before, unfortunately, but look forward to, Undead Yarn leading men fiber arts redfish dye works Durin dye works dizzy blonde studios knitting rose desert vista dye works and to use fiber and to use fiber that is kelly who has 100 projects she is an active member of the ravelry group and she and her friend marsha have a podcast and they d- they dyed two skeins that were inspired by the retreat itself so colors that reminded them of the location etc so that was pretty cool nice and then the last yarn sponsor is special because we've knit with her yarns and she dyed a special colorway for the retreat sue from invictus yarns she did a beautiful colorway for the retreat so anybody who attended could order it i'm sure you could order it if you contacted her as well i'm sure she would say yes and she also donated some prizes and stuff and she was just very fun to hang out with as were Marcia and Kelly from To Use Fiber. So mm-hmm. thank you so much to all of our sponsors. We hope that if you happen to order anything from them that you will say you heard about them on the podcast so that yes. they know that they're getting some air time. <laughs>
1: and our special feature today. Well, Gail and I wanted to talk about stocking fails. <laughs> now what dun, dun, dun. is, yes, what is a stocking fail? Could encompass many things. For me, the way I interpreted it today, because I'm sure we'll be revisiting this feature in the, in the future. For me, stalking fails are things that initially I was really excited about, but for some reason the project could never get off the ground. I and agree. For me, should I just go into it and talk sure, about Sure, but, my but I didn't want to do one disclaimer. Okay.
0: That at least for mine, it's not at all a fault of the pattern or the yarn. No. So this isn't. It fails because of what we had in mind and what we.
1: It's a project fail, not a pattern fail. So yeah, Yeah, this is no
0: way bashing anyone. Right,
1: and mine were the same way too. Mine were not pattern issues mine were project fails yeah so it's my project that failed yes. <laughs> or in or in the case never got to the point of a project that's where mine are yeah yeah because my first one is it's very interesting and i thought i'd bring this up first because gail is actually knitting this one is the crazy stripes t uh-huh now i thought that i would love to make that pattern and i thought I thought I would cast it on right away, especially after seeing a friend of ours make hers. I loved hers. And I love looking at the projects on Ravelry and seeing everybody's stripy colors, stripy combinations, and really fantasizing about what you could do. And I think that's what really that pro- that pattern is all about for me. It's more about fantasy knitting uh-huh. than actually knitting. I get because it. Because it's really fun to think about the colors and what you would pick and what yarn. So it's about that planning process. Uh-huh. But when it comes time to actually go to my yarn stash and pick something out or knit a swatch... It's a nice design, but I'm just not compelled to knit it for myself. I think I would like to wear it. I think I would have fun picking out colors for it, but I don't think it's something that I would necessarily enjoy knitting. Well,
0: good to know yourself. It's
1: good to know that about myself yes. rather than have a languishing project.
0: <laughs> well, and mine is languishing. So Yes, that's
1: true. Well, that's I still
0: true. am to the part where I haven't, So you start knitting back and forth for the collar, and you work in your stripes, and you work in short rows, and sleeve work, blah, 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 and then you eventually have enough that you join Mm -hmm. to work in the round.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm still not to that point, and I think Mm. that once I get to that point, It's a mental click. Exactly. Because once you're working in the round, then you're gonna feel like, oh, here I
0: go. Exactly, (laughs) so I think that's my mental holdup on that. Plus, I set the, the project down, and didn't take notes, and I don't know exactly where I am, oh, so I have to figure it out. so it's going to gonna take out. a little figuring. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, yeah, because you never know when you put that project down if you're going to come back to it the next day. Or... I intended to. That's well, that's exactly it, yeah. but you never know. It yeah. could be weeks, which in your case it was. <laughs> yeah, well, it's months now. Oh. Yeah, it'll get picked back up. Yeah, so do you
0: have one you want to talk about? Yeah, my first one is The Better Breton by Elena Dasher. Why Malcolm on Mm. Revelry. Gray pattern, fantastic sweater, love it. I was all fired up to knit it. I swatched and the yarn and the pattern aren't gonna work together. So I have Lang Donegal yarn, don't remember the full name, forgot to write it down. And it's in a cream natural color and then I have a light pink. So I would do stripes of the two But when I swatch, the yarn is too slubby, it's too irregular and I don't think it's going to look good in that particular sweater and I unfortunately don't have the yarn in stash that's called for for the sweater that will work. So that one became a fail despite all of my excitement because I don't have the yarn for it. So I looked for yarn at stitches and didn't see anything that I thought was going to be the right weight. So That's something that eventually when I'm back to buying yarn, that sweater, I think I will knit it. It's just a matter of finding the right yarn for the Mm -hmm. sweater. So I look forward to it because it's a really cute sweater. It'll be great. I think that one will be good for anything. You could dress it up for work. You could dress it down for any other purpose. It's just going to be a great pullover sweater. Mm -hmm. And it's, I should have said, it's a pullover sweater that has thin stripes. And she knit it in white with navy blue stripes like the Breton sweater that's
1: famous in France. So very (laughs) cute design. Another one that I think I have decided that looks pretty but have not been compelled to gather yarn for is the Missoni Falls cowl. Now, this is a multicolored cowl, again, like the crazy stripes, multicolored, but this one is lots and lots of colors in that Missoni style. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen the Missoni style, it's lots of colors, uh, zigzags, and the cowl is really cute. It, it's just... Um, the diagonals and pick colors and you go and there are projects that similar to crazy stripes it's fun to look at because of all the colors that people have chosen the suggested yarn that is called for in the pattern is the koiju yarn which is very pretty has lots of colors in one skein and people have done it with maybe alternating colors, three colors. There are a couple of absolutely gorgeous ones where no, I don't think there's any discernible rhyme or reason, but there probably is, but it's just lots of colors flowing. Really nice, but I have never been compelled to gather the yarns together to start it, even though when I see, when I'm looking at the projects right now, I think, that would be so fun to knit.
0: I'm gonna have to go and stop (laughs) that because we all know how I love my stripes.
1: It's it's really fun to look at because people have made it all kinds of different colors. There's even one, somebody's got it draped on a a wooden flamingo, I (laughs) would like it. (laughs) But again, just haven't been compelled Kind of disappointing because it is really pretty, but I have to acknowledge I can't knit everything.
0: <laughs> well, but maybe you'll have one of those if you're like me. You go through periods where you're looking through all your leftover bits, That's and true. you'll be like, "Oh, okay, this has to become one of those cows Because now true. I have all the colors in my hands and enough of them. You know, That's true. Because I did start
1: gathering a bunch of leftover single ply merinos together because I thought I was going to make another three color cowl. That Mm. hasn't happened, but I could make this cowl instead. That's an idea. There you go. So maybe I'm stalking it again. There you go. (laughs)
0: Well, we were stalking them originally for a reason, We were stalking
1: them originally, and then just, yeah, never got around to it. So maybe I'll continue to stalk it. I don't know. But every time I am reminded of that one, this happens. It's like... Yeah, but we'll see. Just no
0: no (laughs) follow-through. Yes,
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) Okay, my next one is Leary's Mischief by Laura Ballard. So I just mentioned her a moment ago when we were talking about Stone Soup Fiber Sponsor. I love the simplicity of this cape. I Mm -hmm. love how cute it is. And I had it cast on, and I was, you know, a couple inches into it. And the yarn, I was using my Blue Moon Fiber Arts BFL Sports in the brick colorway and it just wasn't working it was Mm. i don't even know why it wasn't working i wasn't liking the fabric it was knitting in stockinette and i don't know why i mean maybe if i had changed the needle size it would have made a difference but once i realized that i didn't like the yarn with the pattern i knew that okay this just has to come out and be a different yarn so again it was a pattern yarn incompatibility so (laughs) sadly that one got ripped out as well but it will be back on the needles once I have again a suitable yarn for it that calls you know how you you get that the yarn starts to say I want to be Mm -hmm. this so once I have that little spark again because the BFL sport did say that it very loudly said I want to be this but it just it thought it did but it was wrong so sorry sorry yarn usually yarn isn't wrong but everyone's (laughs) wrong.
1: Okay, my next one I should ask you how to pronounce Susu. that correctly. Sue Sue. It is a pullover oversized drop sleeve cabled pullover by Norgon. I like a lot of Noragon's designs. I really do. They're and so unique. They are. And there's all a lot of times there's unique construction put in there. She does lovely cable work and this one when i first saw it even when i look at it now i still really like it it's an i really like the oversized sweaters right now but oversized with cables yeah just too warm and too heavy for an oversized sweater for me i kept trying to rationalize it i think i even said it on the podcast that it's not a cowl neck, or it's not a high neck. It's kind of a scoop neck. So I thought, well, maybe I won't get too overheated because of the scoop neck. But when I looked at the sizing, as I said, it was oversized. The smallest size yields a 52-inch piece around. twice
0: as wide around as you are.
1: Which is, it's similar to boxy. Boxy yeah. is that big, oversized drop sleeve style we both
0: took stitches out of boxy
1: we both took stitches Mm -hmm. out of boxy and boxy is knit in fingering weight this is knit in tosh merino dk oh are you serious yeah oh wow heavy sweater Uh. (laughs) so that just would not work for me would not work but i still really like it i'd love to look at it Every time I look at it, I think that is really cute. It would be cute with jeans and boots. And I love that look with the jeans and the boots and the oversized sweater. But it's just a little too heavy, too much fabric. So I don't think that one would work.
0: No, not for us here.
1: And the crazy thing, like I said, is that I really do like a lot of Noragon's designs. In fact, when I was looking this one up she has another design that i have had on my stocking list off and on and i think you have two it's the one called beatnik from Nitty. oh yeah i love that sweater but again i know i wouldn't wear it because it's too warm for it, us and that's exactly yeah. it i love this sweater and so it has been on my stocking list off and on cabled this one is more fitted and it's got a Crew neck, isn't that a nitty pattern it is it's a free pattern on nitty it it's the one where she's jumping in, up in the air right yeah like, yeah and and the sweater is orange yeah it was released back in september 2010 so it's been around a while there are 1200 projects on ravelry and i i go back and forth with that one i keep thinking oh i really love it it's really cute and it really is cute but this particular sweater Knit in an Aran weight yarn. Too bulky. I love it. I love all the cables. But I would just roast in it.
0: Okay, I'm putting (laughs) out a special request again. Yelena, you said you were going to design an Aran sweater, Aran style sweater in sport weight for those of us on this warmer coastline. Mm. I remember you told me you were going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Putting in a special request for that because I would also love to have a beautiful cable pullover, but... Just can't do it in those heavy yeah. designs for us. So,
1: these, both these sweaters for me, stocking fails. Like we said, not anything wrong with the pattern. I love the designs themselves. I like a lot of things that Noragon has the design. Just would not work for my climate. Yep. And it's good to realize that. I can stock it, think, oh, that's a really pretty sweater. But i have to let it go when it comes to making it for myself (laughs) and so that's part of i like i hope and i would like to think that this is part of our growth as knitters that we can recognize a beautiful design a great designer for what it is and yet know that it won't necessarily work for our climate our lifestyle Our style. Our figure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. Exactly. Exactly. Do you have another one? My
0: next one is a beautiful sweater that I know I will knit someday. It's the Armand by Andy Satterland. And I've stopped this more than once. It is a very simple top-down cardigan that is, it reminds me of kind of like the old-day school sweaters that would have a letter on them. Oh, Letterman sweaters? Kind of to me it's that simple Mm -hmm. and I think it has set in sleeves I don't remember right now it's knit in worsted weight and I have planned to knit it with my neighborhood fiber company the beautiful Rock Creek Park green colorway that I have and I just don't know why I haven't done it yet I swatched for it and either I didn't get gauge or something or I got preoccupied with some other project and Nine times out of ten, when I reach in my closet to grab a sweater, it's not the all-over lace. It's usually plain stockinette. Mm -hmm. And so I know if I knit that sweater, I would wear it all the time. And I just don't know why I haven't done it yet. So I think about it frequently. It's in my queue and has been for a long time. And I just haven't done it. So it's just a fail because I guess the timing hasn't been right because I really think I will knit it someday. I just Mm -hmm. haven't done it yet. Yeah. And I love Andy Satterland as a, as a designer. She designs very cute, usual, usually cropped sweaters. And I've knit at least two of hers.
1: And this one is not cropped. This is not cropped. Yeah.
0: It is. You could knit it to any length you want. Right. I, would, yeah. I've, I think one of the things I haven't decided, decided is, do I want it to be high hip, which is where I wear most of my sweaters, or do I want it to be longer to cover my butt? And that, of course, mm. just, you know, do I have enough yarn to do over my butt? But... Like my magnolia, I wear all the time, and my summer festival, I wear all the time, and those are both right over. They cover my butt. So, Mm -hmm.
1: yep, Armand, someday you will be mine. It's very cute, and I should mention that that one was also published in Nitty, so it's a free pattern available online. Very cute. It is cute, cute. right? Yeah, I'm looking at. I brought it up on my iPad. It's really simple. It's got pockets. a collar that I like. Um, oh, that's What do you right. call that? A little shawl the... collar? Mm, not a shawl not collar? A shawl. Like a sailor collar? Is that what you call it? I don't. I'm not really sure. Because it's, I oh, think yeah. of a shawl collar as a fold-over yeah, collar that goes it's... all the way down the button bends. Yeah, sailor collar. This I one, think that's a good way to yeah. describe that.
0: I'd forgotten Very about cute. That.
1: Very, very cute.
0: And she's just such a cute, she has this like rockabilly look about her that makes everything
1: look cute too, so. So that's a nice one. I like that. Maybe I'll have to stock that one with you. (laughs) (laughs) I do like it. And then the last thing for me, which has been my biggest fail, I want to say, because I have tried to knit this sweater twice, and I still stock it, is the CC sweater by Bon Marie Burns. Every time I look at this pattern, I like it, I want the sweater, I want the sweater in my wardrobe. And I like many of Bon Marie's designs. I've knit several. So why? Why? (laughs) Why does this not work? I think And what I have concluded is that, well, the first time I tried to knit it, I actually have records in my rivalry projects area. The first time I tried to knit it, it's it's a pattern that's been around for a while because I first tried to knit it in August of 2006. Oh, wow. And I remember, I think I bought the pattern, I think I bought a paper pattern for I was going to say, it must have been paper. Yeah, at Stitches, I believe, one year. And the yarn that I tried to make it in the first time was a yarn that I also purchased at Stitches, probably around the same time, but it was a multicolored yarn and I started it and I thought, no, nope, the yarn's too busy for the lace. So that I could understand. So the next time I tried to knit it was just last summer. I tried to make it in a skein of Yauza that I had bought at Stitches. Yowza from Miss Babs. I started it, it didn't, I don't know, it just didn't do anything for me. <laughs> and I. it wasn't the yarn, because I eventually made the yarn into that February lady, lady sweater. sweater. And CC's one. somewhat the same style, but I don't know. I just have a hard time getting going on this one. And I, as I look at the pattern page on Ravelry and see people's project photos, I think, yeah, I really need that sweater. It's the perfect tiny little sweater that you can throw over a dress in the summertime. So I'm not sure. I really want this sweater. Maybe I will try again. Maybe third time is the charm. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) I think what has to happen at this point is I really need to find a yarn that I want to use.
0: Like I said, the yarn that calls to you. Yeah,
1: and so I'm going to feel compelled to knit it because I love the yarn so much. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that having tried it twice, I won't have a bad feeling about it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, hopefully you don't have like that overwhelming that, dread that yes, this isn't exactly. going to work. Yes, exactly. I know this will Exactly. Won't
1: work. It's very strange. Sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes it just doesn't work. The yarn and the pattern just don't work together. So the other issue I think is that it's somewhat of an awkward amount of yarn because it's very in between. If you, If I were to buy enough for a sweater, I would have much more than the 575 yards that is called for for my size so if if i purchased yarn without this sweater in mind i would have more if i purchase yarn for an accessory i have less (laughs)
0: what is it worsted
1: weight it's and it's worsted weight yeah and you need five hundred and seventy-five yards. Oh yeah, because
0: you're going to have to buy three skeins of something and end up with exactly so 50 or seven.
1: Which we can make a that hat out would, of the rest. Yeah, but. that would be okay, but it's just that little awkward middle ground.
0: That is a so weird amount. That
1: might that might be part of the problem too, because I've never I've never stocked the perfect yarn for it Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That might be it. It looks like a great sweater. It looks like a great pattern. It's just my projects. (laughs) So stocking fail times two.
0: (laughs) So tell us in the thread for this episode, have you had a stocking fail and why? What was it and what happened? Was it just like the yarn and pattern were incompatible or you just weren't fired up about it? Yeah. And, and. like I said sometimes before, I have this like hormonal reaction to things where oh I love it, oh my gosh, and three days later it's like what was I thinking? So that could be a stocking fail too, where you just thought you were in love with it and had to knit it, and right. then like a reality
1: reality check.
0: Back to your head. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap it up, I did want to say something that's really sweet. When we were at the retreat, Julia Julia Trice Mind of Winter, or maybe she said this to it at Stitches. She said that she uses our podcast to go to sleep. And someone else recently told us that too. And both of them said it like, you know, not to be insulting or anything, but, oh, no, 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 you know, no. we struggle to sleep and
1: your podcast just helps us sleep. And I we have, both thought that was I so sweet. I have gone through phases where I do that too, so I understand. Very sweet. And then even cuter.
0: So I knit the hats for Amanda, Smiley50, a while ago, and she sent me a thank you note. And... She wrote on the Thank You Note that she had didn't make it through our whole episode, and she was going to save it to listen to while she was in labor. <laughs> she said that, uh, let's see, I don't know if that's weird or not, but I've been trying to think what kind of thing will distract me. Usually it's a Disney or Pixar movie that I just keep playing over and over, so I was figuring your podcast would be the perfect kind of thing for me to relax to at the beginning. I thought that was so sweet. I, I think mean,
1: that is, too. I think I, that's fantastic. I, was, I love it. I
0: totally love it. I mean, I was almost like, all, oh, you know, <laughs> silly, cheesy reaction. And I showed it to my husband. He's like, that's really cool. <laughs> so it wasn't just us. So thank no. you very much, Amanda. That was yes, super sweet you to say. That is. And if you use this to fall asleep, more power to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you've been knitting happy things and... Yeah. See you again in two weeks.
1: It's in two weeks, happy knitting. Bye. Bye-bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarnia and at Gaily Whaley.